the Arizona Coyotes decided they want to get a point in every single game played this week and did just that again tonight in a thrilling shootout loss to the Detroit Red Wings. Thank you so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. The Arizona Coyotes are now four, three, and two on this massive road trip. Um, kind of unprecedented by our standards, I guess, if you will. Initial takeaways from tonight's game. Uh, obviously, they, they got a big goal late in that game from Jacob Chikrin, but their their power play struggled tonight, and I thought that might be the issue tonight. Uh, Detroit had two power play goals, and the Coyotes, I think, were over four, but then they get the uh, the goal uh, very late in the game from Jacob Chikrin to, to get a point out of it. So I guess, all in all, it doesn't matter that much. Nice to see Jacob Chikrin get on the score sheet. That's obviously going to help his trade value. Also nice to see Nick Schmaltz still clicking. He had a goal and assist, I believe, tonight, if I if I saw yep. the score sheet right. So a couple guys who just came back into the lineup producing for the Coyotes, and as a result, they get another point on the road trip. Actually, Schmaltz ends up with one and two for three points tonight. So one he's really on, oh. look at him. One, they, they added one on the chicken goal at the end to him. Oof. So yeah, you know what? It, it's kind of the thing we talked about is their starts are, are really hurting them. That first period ends up causing them again. You know, if they can get through that first period, the second they get better and the third, I tell you what, they, they looked good. And you talk about that, that power plays the difference again tonight it, for a power play that was so hot to start with. They're, they're struggling to, to, to get goals on it now. And it's, it's not that they're not getting their shots. They're getting shots and chances and they're getting looks from the, the, the slot. Richie had a couple looks today. I thought Schmaltz had a look. Um, they're just not able to get one in. I think that's the big difference in this one. But again, I, the the exciting thing for me and, and the, the the positive to take out of it is they're able to score a six on five goal. And this is something that Coyotes teams have struggled with over the, the last few years is the ability to score with the extra man and the extra attacker. And that's it. That's a huge goal. And and also it's a huge weight off Jacob Chickering's shoulders getting that first goal of the season for him. You know what another positive is tonight? I'm in dim lighting, so you guys can't see just how horrible I look right now after <laughs> of doing housework. Well, see, I'm wondering that too. You're really dark. I'm. It's like I'm really. You no, clearly no have our, up, our ring lights. It, no, I'm got, going bright. No left. It goes like light to dark. My house is in chaos. I could take you on a tour of it right now and see what chaos it's in right now because we have flooring coming in on Monday. There's like furniture jammed into two rooms. There's lights. There's lights out everywhere. It's crazy here right now. At least I don't have paint on my face because I thought that might be a possibility. When you said face painting, I was kind of hoping for the the coyotes red and oh, black. Yeah, and green. I know, me too. Like, <laughs> like a, putty, a tiger or something. Putty. Putty. Yeah. Nice. Like putty Very from. Nice. Yep. No. Side oh head. man, a little aside there. Um, I think to talk about this game, we have to start at that last two minutes. Like that, the last two minutes and the overtime period were some of the most entertaining Coyotes hockey that I've watched all season. Um, they were so on it. And I'm glad that it was Chikrin who got that goal, not just for all the reasons we want Chikrin to score. So, you know, I saw a comment earlier about his trade value going up. He wanted one all night and he was always in that spot on the circle, shooting, shooting, shooting on the power play on that six on five. Um, and there, I mean, the pressure they put on the Red Wings, there's that was so impressive because usually the other team can clear the puck and, you know, waste some seconds, but the Coyotes were on them, on them, on them. And on the power, I mean, on, excuse me, in overtime, they had 
a couple two-on-one opportunities. Jacob Chikrin had a chance to win it in the power play as well. So those last seven minutes to me is what all like my takeaway from this game and just how thrilling and exciting and fun it was to watch the Coyotes play hockey. Was that a beer, Petey? Yeah, I'm having a little, I'm a little four peaks in my name, but but Chikrin's arms have to be tired. Like, because that's every time the puck touched his stick, he was shooting. Like, I gotta give it to him. That's two games in a row that he is just launching the puck over and over and over. And good things are going to happen if he gets pucks to the net. You know what? That's what they want him to do. That's why he's here. Get pucks to the net. And and I, again, he had eleven shot attempts tonight. That's a lot. That's more than any other player on either team. I mean, Dylan Larkin had nine shots that hit the net, but but uh, but Chicken ends up with seven on net and eleven overall. He he's. He's doing what he's asked. And he, the other thing about Chikrin, since we're talking about him, he's plus two tonight. Plus three. That's another night. thing plus because, five. yeah, that's night and day from last season for him. Yeah. And he's eating, he ate 26 minutes of ice time tonight. So I, this is what you wanted from him. And and I don't know if, if there's teams around the league looking. I'm sure that there are. So this is what you want. He got, he got, he gets yep. the, the game time goal. He gets two points. He's plus two. He's 26 minutes ice, 11 shot attempts, almost seven minutes on the power play tonight. Um, People are looking. And if he yep. continues to play like this, one, it's going to be good for the Coyotes because they're going to do better on the score sheet. And secondly, it's going to be better for everyone because it might give him an opportunity to get traded. Yeah, it's cool to see the, how much of an impact both Schmaltz and Chikrin have had since they've been back in the lineup for three games. You know, that first game against Nashville, maybe they were both a little bit quieter, but, you know, it's hard to come back from any length of time out. But I feel like each game, they've both of them have gotten better and better. And now, you know, we saw it tonight with Chikrin's goal and an assist and Schmaltz's goal and two assists. You know, that that's what we want to see from players who are – getting paid what they're getting paid and for someone like Chikrin who we've been saying for months he needs to play his way out um, this was a good step in that direction and hopefully he can you know pick up that or keep that pace going to benefit himself and to benefit the Coyotes so I don't know we're gonna go a little out of order tonight because we're talking about Chikrin I think we should go ahead and just crown him tonight's DraftKings king of the game one goal, one assist, 11 shot attempts, like you mentioned, Petey. Um, and good for Jacob Chikrin to, to earn the king's crown tonight. Long time coming. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> really – I want to see that. Craig Lee and Kyle right go, now. It's, can we go back to that image again? Because that might be the best fit of a crown that we've had <laughs> in our king of a game. Look at that. It's perfect. Usually Jacob Chikrin like, to the LA Kings confirmed. Just <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> There's, there's most of the time the crown looks like it's about to fall off somebody's head. It's just like resting on the side. That's a perfect fit. Look at that. You guys yeah. fitted that beforehand. That's nice. Yeah. Good job, Sean, on that one for sure. Well, um, and you, Leah, you brought up two things. You brought up Chikrin coming back and, and adding to the offense and playing exactly the way he needed to after after sitting out nearly seven months. So give it to him on that. And, and Schmaltz, right where he left off last year with points, he's. I mean, his skill just shows up. The problem I have is when Keller and Schmaltz start to get too cute. And I thought they did that at two or three different times tonight where they're looking for that one more pass. Or, hey, let's pass it through one more guy instead of delivering pucks to the net. And I wish they'd be a little bit more selfish instead of looking for that perfect play that they would shoot. And I thought it gets contagious because everybody wants to make, oh, we'll make the pretty play or like make fancy. Let's get on Sports Center. No, shoot the puck. And I think sometimes those two 
can get carried away with trying to be cute. When it works, it works. And it was money. Like the goal was great. Keller does the draw pass at the blue line. Great. Works out goal. But they just, I think sometimes they just do it a little bit too much and they're going to have to learn to deliver pucks to the net. And sometimes it's got to be greasy instead of pretty. Pete, to uh, answer your earlier question, I'm not laying tile, but I am keeping an eye on the ASU Minnesota game because Ryan Alexander just scored for the Sun Devils to pull him within three two. So wow. it's a it's a frantic finish at the mullet tonight against yes. uh, the, the number two Gophers. We will keep tabs on that as it goes along and talk more about that a little bit later in the show. But we've talked about some specifics already. Let's talk about everything as a whole and look at tonight by the numbers. Um, 36 shots on goal by the Red Wings to the Coyotes, 23. I think the, the thing that really stands out here is that the Red Wings were two for four on the power play and the Coyotes were 0 for four on the power play. Coyotes power play has been MIA recently. They had, you know, the shots, they had the energy, but they just need to get that one. They just need to get one in and hopefully that'll start them going again. But again, and I've seen a few comments about this in the chat here and in the discord earlier, they just have to stay out of the box. Like they just take so many penalties and you can't do that. If your PK is going to allow, you know, 50% every single night. So hits 24 coyote for the coyotes, 17 for the red wings. That one hit that stands out for me was the McBain hit in that in the first period was crazy um but yeah the the power play and penalty kill thing is the line here that really stands out to me Just yeah we well, look at the numbers the other thing leah the, and this is a problem that's been since day one is they're they're giving up too many shots on goal against and it happens game after game after game you look at this road trip how many is it now um how many games four one two three yeah four that's four straight over 35 shots on goal <sighs> you can't sustain that. Like you can't give up that many shots against every single night and expect to come out of the win. So that's one thing they're going to have to do. And how do they do that? They need to manage the puck better. They need to have control of the puck and you can't take that many penalties. And, and it's the penalties you can, you're okay with McBain getting in a fight and taking that. That's okay. Like physical, take that penalty, but it's the stick follows that start to get it. You know, the high sticking penalties or hooking and clutching and grabbing that stuff's got to go in the, two in the last game for puck over the glass. Yeah. Or Cassian today. Cassian just takes the extra swipe at the back of the head. That He, he doesn't have to do that. I mean, yeah. it, again, you got to walk that line, play between the whistles, play tough, play hard, but you can't sit in the box. And clearly the difference tonight was the power play. Two for four and 0 for four. I mean, it, it's a tie game. That's the difference. So if you're out of the box or you convert on your power play, it's a different game. Yeah. And credit to Karel Vimelka, who had another phenomenal game tonight you know obviously he got the shutout last game didn't quite have that tonight but he saved 33 of 36 and came up on some unbelievable saves like some of those saves weren't just you know fluke saves he really kept them in it it's funny because I, I watched Karel Vamelka again today and I sometimes I don't know how he does it it's complete athleticism and he's so busy like we talked <laughs> about him busy and sliding there was one time Dylan Larkin took the puck around the net Larkin's going to the left. Vamelka's going to the right. You know, <laughs> it, where are you going? And then he slides all the way back to the left outside the blue paint, and then all the way back to the right. It's unreal how much he, he skates around. I like to put a little tracker on him and see how much time he's actually spending outside the blue paint because it's a lot. I mean, there's a couple things with that. One, you give up the goal like he does that wrist shot over his glove side. How does that happen? If you go watch the highlights of it, he's moving to the left. The puck's going to the right. I, I have no idea how he ends up out of the crease on a stationary shot from the top of the circle. I have no idea. 
Well, I, I don't know how he slides. Craig, I want you to watch that one later. The, the wrist shot, the second goal of the game. He's sliding to his left and the puck. It's a stationary shot from the top of the circle. I, I still yeah. don't get it. But that's one thing he's going to have to clean up because one, you get really tired and two, you get yeah. goals like that. You expend I, a lot I, of energy when you play like yes, that. That's exactly you expend right. yeah. so much energy. And when you're giving up 36 to 40 shots a game and you're sliding all over, you're going to get exhausted. And so I'd love to see Karel Vamelka start to stay a little bit more in the blue paint, even take a step back closer to the goal line. He's six foot five. I wish he would use that to his advantage. And when you're sliding around, you're not using your size. And that, you know, he is still, his numbers in November have been phenomenal and he was fantastic and made unbelievable saves. I just think he could make an easier game for himself if he would learn to just stay put. How much of that is coaching, Petey? How, how much do they have to work? Or, is, or does Corey have a different style? Is he asking him to do different things than maybe Sean Burke and Benoit Lair did before him? You know, I, I don't know. I, I think that's from what we saw from Krova Milk when he first got into the league. This is him. I mean, that's how he plays. And, and so I, I'm not in those coaching sessions with, you know, and see what Corey's doing with him. But I, Corey's not like that. Like, he, he doesn't try to put that into his game. I know he's not far back to the goal line like Sean Burke had goalies play where their toes or heels were almost touching the goal line. He doesn't have guys to that extent, but. I can't imagine that he's, he's he's wanting to have that. Again, we keep using the term busy, but you, you see a goalie sliding outside of the blue paint that consistently. Yeah. It's something he's going to have to learn. I honestly believe if he doesn't get that under control over time, he's been able to get away with it now because he's young and he's unbelievably athletic and unbelievably quick. So he can do it now. But I think over time, I, I just don't know how successful that can be for him. All right. I love how everything tonight, I'm like, they did so great with this. And PD says, yes, Sorry. but, and then we're playing our roles on, on this, you know, I bring the good, you, you temper it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, JJ Mosier also got on the score sheet tonight, assisted by Keller and Schmaltz and Arizona Coyotes PR put out a really interesting stat today on their Twitter so there's a list of Coyotes to record 20 plus points within the first 19 games of their season. So since 1996-97, Clayton Keller now joins that list, but also on the list, Vladislav Nagy. Am I saying that right? You yep. are saying oh, that right. Okay. Jeremy Roenick, Travis Green, Jeremy Roenick, Keith Kachuk, Keith Kachuk. So, so how I, about I, that for some company? Yeah, I got one question, and I'd like to ask him uh, in person. What's Travis Green doing on that list? <laughs> exactly. Is that a typo? Let's check with Travis Green on that. Is that a typo? Wow. It's been almost 20 years. It's been almost 20 years since that has happened, and that's a, an unbelievably impressive list. I mean, Kachuk twice, Ronak twice, and Ladislav Nagy. And I know, and Leah doesn't really know him, but but when he came over from St. Louis, I mean, so unbelievably yeah, talented so hockey player. If not for a, a devastating wrist injury that he had, actually, ironically, in St. Louis, I don't know what he would have done in his career. Like he he was very very um, talented offensive player, and it's a great list. And Clayton Keller. He just gets his points, and it's, yes. it's 20 points in 19 games. That's absolutely impressive. So, but yeah, he's doing what he wanted to do. Yeah. Speaking of Jeremy Roenick, there's a guy on Detroit, Philip Heronick. Yeah. And every time they said it on the broadcast, I was thinking, what? What? Yeah, it was wife, so confusing. Kid? My wife said the same thing. Is, that re is he related? Like, not even spelled the same. I was, I was <laughs> like, is it? Yeah, I literally had, and I had to go pull up the Red Wings roster to find out to who it, it was because it was driving me nuts. 
That's unreal. Heronic. Yeah. Heronic. Um, well, if you bet the Coyotes puck line in this game, good for you because uh, you would have won some money. If you bet on the Wildcats today, you would have won some money um, as ambulances go behind me. So sorry about that. They are. <laughs> but if you also want to win some money, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And right now, new customers who use the code PHNX and place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game can get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I actually won a three-leg teaser yesterday for the Thanksgiving games. So that made it a little more fun to be invested in those games that I might not have otherwise cared about. But of course, I care about the Buffalo Sabres for Sean's sake. Um, And it's a very busy sports week with the World Cup going on and all of that. But I will actually be at Four Peaks tomorrow to watch Mexico take on Argentina at the PHNX and Four Peaks World Cup watch party that's happening tomorrow. Right now, the, the tickets are actually, it says sold out on the Eventbrite, but you can still show up. It's kind of first come, first serve. That's only to sit right by that 22-foot screen, but you can still come to Four Peaks. You can still mention you're there for PHNX to get those beer specials. That's at the A Street Pub $3 kit lifter and Wowie Pints and um, giveaways, guest appearances. So join us starting tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Four Peaks. And if you want more details, you can check the link below in our description. And of course, if you're going to drink, you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. I watched uh, so much sports on television today, by the way. Literally. Games, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Watch the I can't World keep Cup. up. Watch, watch the toilet bowl. I mean, the territorial cup. Watched uh, ASU hockey, and uh, <laughs> there it is. Wow! Look at Leo repping the Wildcats. ASU. I didn't go to ASU. I don't care. But it was that was a really entertaining game. Between it really was two really bad teams. <laughs> yeah, Sean's throwing on, up the fork in below. Depends <laughs> on who you bet on and how exciting that was. But no, it was it was a, it was a good it was game. Exciting, it was just back and forth, back and forth. It was, it was one of when, the better when ones. When U of A goes for it on fourth down, it doesn't get it, and ASU got the ball back. I'm like, oh my god, the Sun Devils are still going to win this, and this is a. I mean, there's they turned the ball over five times. They were so undisciplined. They had so many penalties. All the issues that you saw with this era came out with ASU today. And they still had a chance to win it. They had the game in their hands, like near midfield at the end of the game. It's a crazy game today. It was a it was one of the more entertaining territor- territorial cups that we've seen in years. So I I enjoyed it for sure. Yeah. Um Petey, we didn't get to this yet. I want to go over your keys. You actually already mentioned one, which had to do with the quick start. Um <sighs> But I'll throw it over to you to go over. Your yeah, it, 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 it's becoming a common theme now. They need to have a better first period. And, and it shows in the stats. They have not won when they're trailing after the first period. And so clearly, I would think the push would be, hey, we need to do something positive in the first period. And to me, that's manage the puck better and get pucks in deep. And, and Tyson Nash talks about the forecheck all the time. It's, it's clearly something they need to do. Um, play fast. I've been watching a lot of Detroit stuff. And they... they 
their defense gets so involved in the offense that sometimes they forget to defend, especially off the rush. And I was hoping that the Coyotes with some of their speed, especially like a Lawson Krause getting his goal off the rush the other night, I thought might get some chances off the rush. That didn't really come to fruition. And um, we talked about their defense creating offense for Detroit. And I thought they did it again tonight with Ronick Osterley. I mean, they're getting their, their shots in through the point. It's an area that, that the Coyotes really needed to, to pay attention to was their D from the back end. And I don't know if they were successful with that either with Detroit getting two goals from their defensemen. PD, I'm disappointed there's no pizza shots in PD's keys. Uh, do you know what? I, so what we're going to do for collage, Sunday. There's a whole collage, buddy. There is the pizza collage. There is a PD yep. likes pepperoni. That's that's a thing. <laughs> so what we're going to – and actually I have a really good picture of me in Detroit. What we did is we took a picture in every arena in the NHL, and it's on a collage of me. Oh. Pizza, which I don't have as much anymore because I'm um, Yeah. Yeah, you're you're way too healthy around us. Except now. for when we have mountain mics every, every mountain other, mics, know, but that when count. they deliver to the PHNX offices. That doesn't count. That's um, money, pizza. It's funny, PD, because remember earlier in the season, it was like the unspoken key was that goaltending needed to be great. And now I saw in the Discord today, someone said, I think we can add another unspoken key, which is that the Coyotes need to stay out of the box. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think you know, you're right. Based on our conversation earlier, um, you're right. we, can, we can pencil that one into a always on the board key and it seems like it's in the first period too that they always something causes them a problem always in the first five minutes they just they're going to have to do that but that happens because you don't have the puck you don't take as many penalties if you got the puck so you don't give up shots if you have the puck you don't take a penalty so you manage the puck better so let's hope i agree with you leah just cut down on the penalties well, we need to talk about kind of an elephant in the room, which is that the Arizona Coyotes have four points this week. And <sighs> oh, everyone in the chat earlier and in Discord especially, some people I think are starting to hit the panic button a little. I mean, if you pull up the standings, it's not so bad. But Anaheim lost again tonight. 5-1. Anaheim, Anaheim, Anaheim may never win a game in regulation again. That, that, that They just might. Um, but... You know, the Coyotes, we always talk about the team itself, the locker room, the coaching staff. They they have no part of the tank. They want to win games. Um, but do you have any concern that the Coyotes are winning too much? Or do you think maybe they're winning now, but the players that are boosting their trade value are and Bill Armstrong might ship them out? Or is this just a fluke and it's going to pass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And back to you, Bob. Um, I so, mean, I look at the standings. They're, they're, like, there's two points. They're two points away from 31st, right, with Columbus. So it's it's like the Ducks are the the one team you're like, okay, that's going to be the team this year that finishes because yep. the Coyotes never finish with the worst record in the league and never give themselves the best odds to get the best player in the draft because I don't know why. I don't know why this always happens. But listen – it's no guarantee that you're going to win the lottery anyway. And there's plenty of time. I, you know, that if they keep manufacturing points like this on the road, though, it gives you a little bit of a concern. I mean, guys, if they come home from this road trip, like basically, and we saw how right, well they played at mullet for those four they, games. And they, they will have played like half of their road schedule by the time they get back. So yeah, that's a little concerning. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree because what I thought was going to happen, I, I know they had that good little stretch at the mullet, but but 
I thought for sure this 14 game road trip was going to be the end of them. I really saw this being maybe a two win in, in 14 games. I thought they were going to come home from 14 game road trip in last. I thought that that was going to be the difference. Okay. They got a couple of wins. Power play was a little hot and now it's going to come back to reality. The problem is that's not happening and why they're generating offense, which they didn't do a year ago. They were, they are able to score goals this year. They never had that in the last couple of seasons. So that's the one big problem too. And I said this before, they're all doing it together. And when it's us against the world, I don't write anybody out. And there's somebody different every night that is the hero tonight. It was Chikrin gets the goal at the end of the game. The other night it was Kraus. Don't and forget Keller and Schmaltz and Bukestad. So it's somebody oh, different. How could you forget Poogie? Well, you're right. And last year was Keller. Last year was Keller and Schmaltz. And if they didn't score, this team didn't score. That's but right true. now it's somebody different every night. And I, honestly, when they get home with that kind of home stand and in that building and teams are going to come in and have a good party time in Scottsdale, and then they're going to try to play the next day and the Coyotes are going to get their wins. I don't think the Coyotes are getting 32nd. I just, I don't see it. I don't see Anaheim coming out of the cellar. Either do the tank, I. The tank is not going to survive this. And honestly, don't be surprised if they're 30th. Then what? All right. So. Bill Armstrong needs to blow it up. Gonna pay another visit to Bill Daly's office and have a chat. See if you get the balls to drop. You just um, slide some magnets across the table. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You know, we'll take one for the team. Um, I want to read this comment from Terrence. Said, greetings from Windsor, Ontario, just south of Detroit. Watched the game and the Detroit announcers were amazed at how good the Coyotes play. Nothing but respect from them throughout the game. So it's true. Thanks for sharing that, Terrence. This team works hard, and and you're seeing, you know, that. Their ability to 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 continue to not give up, and that's something we saw again last year. A lot of differences from last year's team, where they were behind, they didn't come back. It just didn't happen. And their ability to come back from from one and two goal deficits this season has been phenomenal. And they do it because they don't stop. And I keep saying the way that the way Coach Turney has built this team, he's got them believing right now. When you have a team that believes, and you're getting good goaltending, you can't count them out. And do I think this is a playoff team? No. They're not going to be a playoff team, but I also don't think they're going to be in 32nd when the, when the last game of the season comes across either. This team has an opportunity to win games. And last year, I think we felt sitting in the studio watching games that shit, this team might never win. And I think we felt that a lot last year, like, Oh my God, this team might never get a win. And this year you just don't feel that. No. Wanted to uh, sidetrack for just a minute here. And I know uh, this is a guy that you got to know pretty well. PD uh, was good to see Jordan Osterley get on the score sheet tonight. Um, First time since I think it was March or something that he yeah. scored. So Osterley, if you Pete remembers this, you remember the bubble. Obviously, you remember a lot of things about the playoff bubble. But Jordan Osterley, I remember Rick Tockett, the coaching staff, really saying he was our best defenseman in the playoff bubble. He had a terrific postseason and that it didn't carry over into the next season. And come to find out that he was dealing that whole season with his sister having been diagnosed or, or a recurrence of cancer that it made its way into her spine. It was just wow. an awful situation for the family that he was dealing with the whole year. Just good to see Jordan uh, thriving. I, I, I tried to check in on his sister, trying to find out how she's doing. Uh, it sounded like something that she was going to deal with, but she was going to manage to be okay. So like I said, just good to see Jordan. I was really back on the score sheet. Really, really good guy. 
And and not just on the score sheet, and you talked about his personal stuff too. He also had concussion issues, and you go, "Gosh, yeah. he wasn't the same player." And and he went, he was at the, the the peak of his career. He was playing his best hockey, and all of these things started to happen. So I'm, he's a wonderful human being. Love to see this happening for him right now. That he's playing good hockey again right now, and I hope things are going well for him because I really like the kid. Yeah, so good to see him on the score sheet for Detroit tonight. If if the Coyotes are going to get goals against like that, um, at least it's from you know a, a friend of of you guys and, and a former Coyote. Um, you know, just going back quickly to the getting points thing when they were in those final seconds and they just were on the Red Wings. I was thinking, this is so great. You know, I'm extremely entertained. They're going to make it really close. They made it an exciting end of the game and they're going to lose and it'll be great. And then Jacob Chikrin scored, which is good for its own reasons. I was thinking, Oh, they just, it could have just, they could have just kept it how it was and it would have been perfect. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of on the same page as Craig. Yes. All of the above, but we'll see because I think Bill Armstrong is, he's always the, I just picture him always watching from above and, thinking and <laughs> taking notes and well, you know he has his plans so yeah and jacob drake was starting to build a little bit of a, a sample yeah. here for people to see but in, in terms of the road trip i mean you mentioned the record there's only five games left on this road trip now there's only five games left i mean unless they just completely collapse now they're gonna have a decent road trip let's pull up the road trip map while we're talking about it um because we've we've done this where we go through the exercise and think oh where are the wins coming where are the losses coming they only have one game left of this little segment before they come home to reset for a couple days. And then it's on to LA, Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton, all of which are not having like the strongest seasons ever, mm. which I guess like it doesn't really matter. The Coyotes have beat good teams and they've beat bad teams, but I don't know. I could see another win in, in the next five here. Yeah. Well, four wins and two, two, shootout losses they could drop the next five and this is a successful road trip my man and i don't think they're going to drop the next five but even if they did this is a huge road trip for them for them to come home with more than five points on this trip that's what i had him pegged for him for two two wins and a, and a, and a shootout or an overtime loss five <laughs> points and they, they blew that away yeah. yeah and i can see them winning in minnesota on sunday yeah, I, yeah. I can see a couple more wins on this road trip. They, I, I could see them going 500 on this road trip, which is insane. Too. That's yeah. crazy. And and Kenny in the chat said, it's hard to not cheer when they do well, but you hate it for the tank. And it's such an uncomfortable position to be in as a fan. And PD, yep. you mentioned it last season. It was kind of easier because they just lost a ton. So when they won, you could enjoy it. This season, you're like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. So we'll, well see. Last year was, we'll it see. was just them in Montreal. Like they, 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 the two of them had separated themselves from yeah. everybody else so early that it was like, oh, the two of them, yeah, they can't win once in a while. But now, look how they're just behind Buffalo now. And this Buffalo, we talked about being a wagon, Sean. We talked about them being a wagon <laughs> not too long ago, and they're one point behind Buffalo. <laughs> Sean's giving so the thumbs down. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it is. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I said over the summer, and I said up to the preseason, this team is bad, and they're going to get last. We thought they were worse away with it. than last season. I, I did. I did. We all did, I think. We'll see. Trade. Still early. Trade everybody. Trade everybody. <laughs> Blow it up, Bill. <laughs> Bill the builder, except Bill the destructor, I guess. <laughs> um, at least when the Coyotes do return to Mullet, uh, they won't have to deal with 
water leaks in their brand new facility, Craig, <laughs> um, that are maybe happening at Desert Diamond Arena, formerly known as Gila River Arena. We have some lovely footage here of uh, oh leaks. boy. This oh is boy. at the this former. This is of course Gila timely River. because there's a water main break at Bridgestone Arena, and the Nashville Predators game was canceled. But hey. A more local arena has some water issues as well that but, occurred wait, recently. Okay, oh, boy. I, I saw the video, Craig, but it hasn't rained in the valley in how long? No. It's recent. It's not that recent, but I just thought, you know, with, with being timely with Bridgestone, I thought I'd mention, you know, the last time it rained in the valley, here's what was going on over at Desert Time. Whoops. And meanwhile, Mullet Arena is a beautiful, state-of-the-art, brand-new facility. And yes, like in, in Nashville, they had to postpone the, the Predators Avalanche game today. Can you imagine the outrage if that happened in Arizona <laughs> due to a yeah. building issue? Yeah, We, we say this here. again and again. If this was Move the Coyotes, the imagine. Move the team. Move the team. Relocate them. So. Well, they did. I mean, they did. Cross town, just say. You know what, Craig? <laughs> You're right. Um, well, hopefully none of the furniture was damaged in either of those buildings. And if yeah. so, I hope it wasn't more furniture because that's too valuable to be damaged. Um, we had a great time today watching the World Cup and the Territorial Cup. There were, I think, seven of us on the the more furniture recliners seriously the best place to watch sports and uh they have a black friday deal more furniture going on right now it's still black friday you can save up to 50 percent off at your local arizona more furniture showroom so if you're looking for some new furniture to redecorate to give as a gift check out morefurniture.com to preview the daily deals all this week um, and into Cyber Weekend. And speaking of Black Friday and Cyber Weekend, there are some unbelievable deals <laughs> in the PHNX locker right now. First of all, sweaters. How long have we been talking about sweaters and hoodies? hoodies. They are here. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, hoodies. I am they have, all over the hoodies. They've arrived. The hoodies have arrived. There's four. And if you're a diehard, I think there's a diehard-only zip-up sweater um, as well. And then people have also been asking for Phoenix shirts. So now there is a Phoenix hoodie and a Phoenix t-shirt. So all of that dropped today in the PHNX locker, as well as everything else is on sale up to 90% off. There is a shirt in the locker right now. This is not fake for 99 cents. Um, so when we say up to 90% off, we truly mean it. Um, hats, $10 off shirts up to 90% off. Like I said, it's seriously an unbelievable deal. You want to get in there today, check out the PHNX locker. And right now when you spend $75, you get a $15 gift card. So if you're thinking at today, I did a huge haul buying for all my family. They're all going to get PHNX shirts and hats. Spoiler alert to those watching. Um, but get it now because it's going to sell out quickly. The size you want is going to sell out quickly. So head on over to PHNX locker, open a new tab right now while you're listening, while you're watching and add stuff to the cart before or it's all gone on phnxlocker.com. Okay. Okay. What like we work there? Is it not true that we work at All City? Yes. How did we not know that the sweatshirts were up? Pick you know, I, because we got so to I find go out the when on yeah. the 90, I hit the thing and I go, oh shit, the sweatshirts are out. <laughs> Something's scrambling. It's sold out soon. So yes, I filled up my and card. and Craig. Before you say anything, if you're a diehard. 
you get an additional 20% off Black Friday and Cyber Weekend discounts. So I seriously, like the the amount of discounts you can get on the PHNX Locker this weekend, especially if you're a diehard, it's worth becoming a diehard today. Just for that, you can grab your free shirt, you can grab your free hat, and then load up on merch with your extra 20% off as a diehard, which also gets you access, of course, to the Discord, to the premium content on the website, and uh, discounts on merchant events across the board. So what what were you going to say, Craig? I just want to get our story straight here because when my kids open their hoodies, they're under the understanding that these are very expensive threads, okay? And, and that's the story that you're going to That you did not that. buy them on Black Friday. No. Oh, what? But what's yeah. that? I don't, I don't even think I don't even think they're part of the they're sale expensive. unless you're oh, my heart. So, so bougie. Everything, everything I bought was so expensive. Okay. I tell you <laughs> the story what. Story we're rolling with, okay? It's PHNX Christmas around here for sure. Oh yeah, Everybody my whole family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't wait. I don't know. I can't wait for the hoodies. I know they ship the first week of December, so I will yeah. be in the studio repping my hoodie. They Get are sweet. I'm, on I'm there. jacked about those. I am jacked about the hoodies. Get on there. Well, we've been teasing a little bit, talking about the ASU hockey game. Um, it is a final Minnesota 3, ASU 2. Um, kudos to ASU for coming back. Um, and making it a close game, Minnesota is one of the top teams in the country. Um, but Logan Cooley, if we're going to go from the Coyotes angle, all eyes on him this weekend. He had a goal and an assist. And not only did he have a goal, he scored a Michigan goal. And if you watched our interview with Logan Cooley on Tuesday, we asked him about the Michigan. <laughs> so it's just crazy that he happened to score one this weekend. It's so rare. Um, we asked him about renaming the Michigan, and then he went out and did it. So and that was. Did you see Stephen in the chat? Said soon to be known as the Arizona. Ooh, there you go. See, I, I do, like I, it. I, I don't I mean, hate that. We're into rebranding things around here. Obviously, I know so. we really are. I, yeah. I don't hate that. We really are. So, so tough loss for ASU, who had a tough weekend last weekend against Clarkson. But I guess you know they they kept it close. Are we real? Do we have? Tape of the uh, Logan Cooley, Michigan? Are we rolling um, that? It's on our Twitter. No, we don't okay. have it for the show because we don't want to okay. get a copyright. Okay. <laughs> but if, if easy you would have let us go with it. But um, if you haven't seen it, head on over to either the Minnesota Gophers Twitter or we retweeted it on PHNX underscore Coyotes. Yeah, bittersweet tonight, right? Nice to see Logan Cooley get on the uh, goal and end assist tonight uh, for Minnesota. And, and any Coyotes fans in attendance got to get a glimpse of – their highest traffic from last season and and literally they've never picked higher than three as we've stated a million times on this show but it's nice to get a chance to look at a guy in his draft year live that doesn't happen around here a lot the problem is he did it against asu and asu's lost three straight games now guys they're a 500 team they got minnesota again tomorrow night lee and i will be there for that and sean yeah and sean too who's not appearing on the screen here right now but he's down this (laughs) after this they go to Denver. They go on the road for four games, and they're seven and seven now. They're ASU's in trouble. That's we talked about this. The law, the the series loss at Clarkson, losing back to back games, that's hurting them right now. They have to find a way to make that up. And right now, they're in a they're in a spot. They're in a tough spot right now because they've got some really tough games coming up, and they can really fall behind the eight ball too much here. And I'm not sure there'll be enough time left for them to rally. Yeah, we talked about them early in the year. They had to win the games at home and split on the road. And 
now they're going to have to win games they weren't supposed to win if they're going to try to get into the tournament. We talked about Logan Cooley, but uh, if you get a chance to to see Connor Geeky, his yeah. goal yeah. tonight yeah, in tonight Winnipeg. <laughs> also cow. retweeted on the PHNX Coyotes yeah, account if you missed that. Go check out all these draft picks. And that's, again, what this rebuild's about. Logan Cooley, yeah. Connor Geeky tonight. Unbelievable goals. That that backhand that Connor Geeky had in Winnipeg tonight was phenomenal. These young guys are playing well. You've talked about Gunther. We talk about him all the time. Michelli, I know he sat out of the lineup again tonight. The, the future's there. These young kids, are. there's some really good hockey players coming their way to Arizona here in the next few years. So just hang in there. And in the meantime, watch the really cool highlights. This is a good time to mention that my next prospect report is coming out on Monday. So. It's a great time to mention that. It is. Yeah. And... Did, did you do a Connor Bedard on that too, or no? <laughs> Wait, Craig, is the prospect report for diehards only, or is it free? It is for prospect. It is for diehards only. Okay. Yep. So, okay. Uh, we're going to be looking at Maximilian Zuber. Best name. Emil Emil Martin Lilberg. Yeah, these are fun names to pronounce, right? Right. And then Mika Matika. Who? 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 Right? The, who Mika ASU? Matika. That's who ASU will see in Denver, though, right? Yeah, yep. he's gonna he's going to Denver next year. So yeah, so, so there had you a chance it. to talk to Lee Stempniak and Curtis Durbin today, and I'll talk to their respective coaches as well. But that's that's the next prospect report coming out on Monday. And Craig, you also um, published a story about where Logan Cooley ranks in Coyotes prospects. So a lot of prospect focus. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is great as we remind ourselves why we want the Coyotes to lose in a time that we struggle <laughs> to celebrate and be upset at the same time. The, the complexities of being an Arizona Coyotes uh, fan and follower. HK sure. till draft day. HK till draft day, except we kind of K. But we kind of K. <laughs> comment, Craig, that, that Stevenson and Michelli better play in, against Minnesota. Does Michelli get back in? I think so. I do too. That's I think he stayed scratched too because Coach Journey likes to keep the lineup the same. Yeah, because they won. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and, and if I had out? to guess, if I had to guess, it'd be Dylan Gunther. Dylan Gunther. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. for same for me. I thought he looked light again tonight. Yeah, he had a better game last game, and then today he was in the box. Yep. Um, he had a couple of chances, but we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens as uh, the Coyotes look to take on PD's Minnesota and. Is our goaltender change? Probably. Does Ingram, I mean, when, does especially Ingram when you look at the turnout, this was a late start, and Sunday is an early, early start. start. That's, that's a tough turnaround, I would guess, uh, as as they call him Iggy. Iggy. Uh, I, I guess Connor Ingram's going to be in goal. That would be my guess. Yeah, I, right. I would. I would think so too. But as we've done many times on the show, we've been wrong. <laughs> we shall see. So we shall see. Well, we started a new line of the punch card with this game today, starting it off with another loss, just like all of the other lines of the punch card. And as Charles mentioned earlier in the show, maybe each line needs one overtime or shootout loss point. So maybe we'll brush that aside. That'll be done and see what happens. The rest of this, but as, as far as HK till draft day, we <laughs> still have a lot of games Good to go. Lord. <laughs> Can we fast forward? Yeah, uh, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. So That's lots, a long way to go. Long way to go, but we're here in it together. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll you know break it all down, break each game down. And do you guys have any other thoughts from tonight's game? 
because we kind of got off subject. No, they got to get bit. the power play going. It's critical that the power play gets on the score sheet, I think, against Minnesota. I think that's something that that was a key to their success early in the year that's kind of slipped. Um, I thought there were two games where I didn't think they moved the puck very well. I thought tonight again there were chances on the power play, so that's encouraging. But they're going to need to get they're going to need to get the power play back on track to start getting um, back in the win column, or uh, not, or not. If you're future focused, <laughs> or not. But they could do all those things, but then lose. Yeah. Like let's improve. Let's get the power play back. Let's imp- make improvements. Um, keep it close and exciting, but then lose. In regulation. <laughs> yeah. We'll yes. see. We will see. Well, if you want to get into Mullet Arena, you can do so tomorrow. Um, we actually checked game time today, and the ASU hockey tickets were significantly cheaper. And I'd been checking game time like for weeks because I was really curious about the price of those tickets. Um, they were a little bit pricier all week. And then today they were like, they had dropped by almost 50%, which I always sit here and say, save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute on game time. And like, what do you see in, what do you see in what kind of price? So it was like all week. It was like one thirty, Right. Up- um, so that's pretty expensive for college hockey. And then today we saw 76. So uh, almost 50% drop on the day mm. of the game. So if you've kind of been on the fence about going, check game time tomorrow um, because that'll, that's when it will be the cheapest. And there are still seats available for that matchup. So if you, hopefully Logan Cooley can pull something off again like he did tonight. But hopefully ASU gets the win tomorrow night. Um, we'll see. Like we said, Craig and Sean and I will be at the game so let us know if you're coming and if you're gonna go use the link in our description to buy your tickets it's the best way to support us and i promise you you will not find tickets cheaper anywhere else than on game time and kenny said um he saw them for 65 dollars today so you can find them on game time for sure um well that's it for us tonight Thank you all so much for being here in the chat on Black Friday. I hope you grab your hoodies and your Phoenix shirts from the locker before they're gone. We will be back Sunday for the postgame show after the Minnesota Wild game and have some content always for you on PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. And also, if you want ASU hockey content, uh, PHNX underscore Sun Devils on Twitter. Sean, like I said, will be at the game. So, Lots of ASU hockey coverage, and we'll see how Josh Doan plays tomorrow as well. All City Athlete. But, of course, follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow each of us at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause. Like, subscribe, follow, etc. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, everybody, and we'll see you soon.